say about business, right? Starting a business is like throwing a massive house party. I'll provide the entertainment. You show up ready to enjoy yourself. Hustlers, I'm Asenneth Horton, and this is Hustle and Grow, a podcast where we take a normal person who's launched something completely badass, and we get real with what makes them tick. The way a pot roast dip sandwich falls apart in my mouth makes me wish I could eat the spicy but sweet melt in my mouth sandwich every day. But I wasn't drawn to this little sandwich joint because of the great sandwich creations. This place serves a bit more hope with every mouthful. Buy a sandwich, give a sandwich. It's a common thing you hear about this place all the time and the food is really that good. However, rave reviews aside, comes the philosophy behind this buy one, give one company. They're headquartered in Salt Lake City, Utah, and Steve Down, founder of the successful Even Stevens chain of fast, casual, cause-focused restaurants located throughout Utah, Arizona, and Idaho. Down is also the founder of the Falls Event Center located at Trolley Square, which also has locations in Arizona, Minnesota, and Oregon. In addition, he's known as a cause capitalist. He owns several other companies, and they all have this common thread. They've got give back as part of the backbone of their business models. So welcome Steve Down, here to tell us a little bit more about the company, his role, and some of his philosophies. So Steve, say hello and give us a little bit of an introduction of who you are. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. And, um, well, my name is Steve Down, and uh, I have a wife, uh, Colleen, and seven uh, amazing children. Uh, we live uh, in Draper, Utah. I probably spend uh, about four days on the road, and uh, I love to travel. I love to create businesses. I love to provide jobs. I just really, you know, I have found my calling Senate and that I love what I do. I'm 59 years old and I would rather do what I do. I'd rather work than play golf and I love the game of golf. <laughs> but I really enjoy my my life's work, which is creating companies and uh, and I don't know if there's anyone on the planet that has more fun than Steve Down. <laughs> That's a, that sounds like a pretty tall order to fill. You, it sounds like you get around a lot. You meet a lot of different people. And I have no idea, but there's probably a lot of people that come to you with their ideas. What's your first piece of advice when you tell people with a brand new company and they say, hey, I've got this idea. What do you tell them? You know, I tell them to, um, to ask yourself, would I do this even if it didn't make me a lot of money? Because mm-hmm. the money is always is always a byproduct of serving people and having fun, and then the, the the general advice after that is always be honest and be yourself. Just be authentically you. Because the Senate, uh, I I know you well enough already to know that you're comfortable in your own skin. You're a wonderful person, and you have a a, a wonderful life ahead of you. But never try to be someone else. Always be authentically a Senate. And that's actually something in my own business that, you know, over the years I've struggled with. And I notice it, it takes a dip in um, my stress levels. I shouldn't say that. It makes my stress, stress levels out go out the roof when I'm not being authentically me for my teams, for my clients, for everybody around me. So I, I love that. It's a great piece of advice. I appreciate you sharing. 
So let's jump into this cause capitalism a little bit. Um, I know it's something that I've I've done a little bit here and there with cause capitalism, and some people know it as social entrepreneurship. But I want to hear a little bit more about uh, where it started for you, as far as it becoming such a huge thread inside of the foundations of your businesses. Yes. Well, you just uh, actually pinpointed uh, my my calling, Asenetha, which is cause capitalism, which is capitalism of course, with a cause. It's a kinder, mm-hmm. gentler, more compassionate form of capitalism. It's the future of capitalism, by the way. Uh, I believe that traditional capitalism, the old capitalism, is at the risk of going away, and it has to change. And change it will, and change it is. Uh, it, it's the future of capitalism. And cause uh, capitalism is the capitalism that our children and grandchildren will embrace, and the world has been waiting for all along. It, it works very simple. Uh, it's where a for-profit chooses uh, a non-profit partner, not as a gimmick, but as a sustainable uh, partner that um, that that uh, the, the, the for-profit serves, and uh, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, and even Stevens is, is is a good example. You know, I think a leading example in the marketplace of uh, cause capitalism. Uh, even Stevens uh, sandwiches with, uh, sandwiches with a cause for every sandwich served. A sandwich is provided to the community's hungry through our uh, local nonprofit partners, and it's attracted amazing community support. As proven by uh, now, uh, I don't know if you knew it or not, the Senate, but we just surpassed one million sandwiches. So our one mm-hmm. million sandwiches sold uh, uh, about four weeks, uh, you know, weeks ago anyway, and. Uh, it, it took us just over two years to, to uh, serve our one millionth sandwich, and it, what took McDonald's over seven years to accomplish. So we have had amazing, amazing support, and but it mm-hmm. always began with a you know with a great product or service. Uh, otherwise, it, it could be perceived as a gimmick. And 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 as you've already mentioned, the Senate, thank, you know, thank you for saying that we have great sandwiches. They're craft sandwiches. We we have received. The, uh, sam- the Best Sandwich of, of the Year Award for three consecutive years in Utah. Tasted Utah Award last year, the most prestigious award in the, the Utah Restaurant Association. And so so we provide, you know, our, our, the, the first hungry person we serve is the person on the other side of our counter. And when that person buys a sandwich, we then, uh, you know, give a, a cash credit to our nonprofit partners. Each store has four nonprofit partners, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have a wonderful relationship. We now have 50 nonprofit partners in three states. Wow, that's absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I would like to hear a little bit more. When you first started practicing this concept with cause capitalism, what was something that was a tough lesson for you to learn? Well, you know, uh, prior to, uh, you know, one of my first businesses, uh, you know, after a series of unfortunate events, uh, you know, ended up, uh, you know, crashing in a brick wall at about 100 miles per hour. It left me uh, with with millions of dollars of personal debt. I, I took the debt upon personally because I couldn't stomach the thought of my, uh, my uh, financial partners losing money. And I felt that if, um, you know, if, if I had the ability to get into a mess like this, uh, certainly a kind, uh, compassionate universe would 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 uh, 
would give me the you know the the, the ability to to overcome it and to uh, and, and to you know overcome that debt. And so this was in '99. I was mm-hmm. millions of dollars in debt, and I overcame that debt by by applying certain principles, which uh, resulted in, the, in actually the development of a company. Uh, which I founded called Financially Fit. You can find us at financiallyfit.com. It's mm-hmm. the company I'm, I'm uh, endeared to. I love Even Stevens. I love the Falls Event Center and our other companies. Steve's Hotel coming up is a fun concept. But I, but I'm, uh, you know, the, the, these companies are really, uh, you know, the, they're the fruit that, that that have grown on the Financially Fit tree. Uh, it's the philosophy, the principles. What I refer to as principle-centered wealth. So it was that, uh, you know, from that, a very dark time in my life, when I, uh, you know, I even contemplated taking my life, I was so overwhelmed uh, mm-hmm. with no income, assets, millions of dollars of debt. I asked myself, what do I have to hope for? You know, bankruptcy and financial ruin, embarrassment. And uh, I, I had pneumonia during this uh, time as well. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I came to the realization that, you know, many times I, I, I had the opportunity of, of inspiring others who were, uh, who were facing great challenges in life. And so I asked myself, uh, you know, why don't I perhaps inspire myself uh, since I was having very dark thoughts? And I, I came up with this, uh, this very clear vision of, the, uh, you know, and ask the question, what if I could become debt-free in five years without filing mm-hmm. bankruptcy, without losing my home, and, uh, you know, uh, debt-free in five years, and and, uh, and the same math that got me out of debt in five years uh, would make me financially free within five years thereafter. So I, yeah. I, I had a very clear vision of becoming, uh, you know, financially fit for life within a, a five to ten years. And so with that very clear vision of hope, I then put together, you know, an action plan of uh, what I refer to as an action plan of faith, and and miracles occurred, and I was able to accomplish things in, in five years that most people wouldn't accomplish in a lifetime, or I otherwise perhaps wouldn't have accomplished in a lifetime without this clear vision, and and so, uh, so I know, uh, you know, from experience that when you have a vision of hope and, and an action plan of faith, that you can accomplish miracles, and so in that experience. Though some people look at it with empathy, thinking, "Wow, Steve, sorry you had to have that experience." It, it's a, it was actually a wonderful time in my life when I was able to really discover who I am, and uh, and and and, I, and and it required me to grow. Was, uh, you know, someone I think it was Einstein who once said that the problems we face today cannot be solved with the same level of thinking we were at when we created that problem, and so it requires us to grow to to overcome those. Uh, you know the, those challenges and and uh, adversity, and I believe that the companies, uh, the great companies that we have developing and growing right now, are really a a, a direct uh, uh, result of, of of those earlier experiences. I think that's probably one of the biggest fears that entrepreneurs face. And as you're talking about experiencing that really, really low time in your personal and professional life, and then the growth that occurred as you faced your fears, jumped, I shouldn't say jumped, you stayed in the ring. You stayed true to your own beliefs of, you know, working through the problems you've worked through and 
Um, I'm sure that anybody in your life could say it with a lot of a lot of um, excitement. Uh, I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you, and it, and it really is a, a story uh, that inspires others. It's the reason why I'm willing to share it. My wife Colleen, uh, you know, Phil, uh, you know, sometimes reminds me that uh, you know it's our it's our private you know life, and and, and uh, it, it's a it's a very uh, personal story. And but mm-hmm. I realized that uh, I realized years ago that if I truly want to inspire others, a Senate, that then I have to knock the the, the bark off this old tree and expose myself. And it's not, it's not always easy. It's not uh, necessarily fun, but I love inspiring and hope in others. And I found that that story has inspired other people because we all face, uh, you know, if, if we, if you haven't already, you will face tremendous challenges in the future because it's called life and life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever met anyone that's exempt, you know, that, that they may appear to be free from challenges throughout their life. But if you, you know, if you uh, go beyond the surface, you'll, you'll find that everyone faces tremendous challenges at some time in their life. And I love mm-hmm. inspiring others to know that there is, there's always hope. There's always hope and, uh, and hold your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, thank you very much. So a little bit of, I'm going to jump into a little bit of more, um, I guess, some fun personal questions. One of them is really when you go into even Stevens yourself, what is your favorite go-to sandwich? (laughs) Well, it depends on my mood, but uh, if I'm really hungry for something hearty, uh, that that pot roast dip is, uh, you know, is a great sandwich, Uh, especially... If you're one that likes cranberry on their turkey, you're going to like this sandwich because it's it has jalapeno jam, so there's a yep. little bit sweet, but spice, and it's a delicious sandwich, as you probably know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you another sandwich that uh, if, you know if I'm in a really fun uh, mood is to uh, is the JP cheese, the jalapeno cheese, uh, and sometimes I'll have it with bacon. But that's a if you if you like a little bit of a bite, uh, that's a great sandwich, and don't forget the uh, tomato uh, bisque, uh, you know, soup with, with that. Yeah. And, uh, but there's, a, you know, there's 12 great sandwiches and, uh, and, you know, everyone has their favorite, but those are some of my, those are two of my favorites. And by mm-hmm. the way, best room in, in Utah and the competition in Utah is pretty, you know, Utah set a pretty high bar uh, when it comes to uh, craft sandwiches. And we do have the best, Reuben in the state of Utah, in my opinion. Just try it and come to your own conclusion. You mentioned a little bit ago that your company just surpassed your 1 million sandwich mark, and you currently have a little over or 50 plus uh, nonprofits that you work with across the board. I want you to tell me a little bit about how the work you're doing with these nonprofits actually impacts these communities that you're working with and a specific story if you've got one. If not, just tell me a little bit more about that. Let me give you a great example. You know, a great organization, YWCA in Salt Lake City, uh, I believe they're the largest uh, women's and children's homeless shelter this side of the Mississippi. And they said on television that uh, even Stevens provides all of their food needs. And, and the cash that they receive, uh, the other donations, they can now use those donations to provide other benefits and services for 
these women and children in need. And and when I hear them say that uh, even Stevens provides all their food, and they say it on television, that gives me a, a you know a, a great uh, warm feeling knowing that uh, that we're having an impact with just one nonprofit partner. Each restaurant though has four nonprofit partners, mm-hmm. and uh, and with 25 restaurants by the end of this year, we will have 100. Uh, let me see, yes, 100 nonprofit partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, that puts a smile on my mother's face. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was the rambunctious one, and and when she sees me uh, out there in the marketplace, yes, providing for my family, but also doing some good, you know, it makes her smile as it would for any mom. But we're, mm-hmm. uh, we're you know, we're we're very, I, I'm, you know, the, from a big picture perspective, Asena, uh my legacy is to demonstrate that cause capitalism is viable. I believe in 10 years, it'll be politically incorrect for a for-profit company to not have a nonprofit partner, a viable, sustainable partnership with a nonprofit organization. And, uh, and I believe that if it goes beyond that, it could actually hurt their business because it will be expected. And the way I see it, the Senate, it's, it's our responsibility to provide for those in need anyway. It's not the government, the government's responsibility. It's our responsibility. And by the way, we're by far more efficient. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, because when we provide, uh, when, when we provide a cash credit for our nonprofit partner, the, uh, they're able to order the food online and our uh, wholesaler in the Salt Lake area is, uh, is Cisco. They, uh, they deliver the food directly from the freezer of Cisco to the freezer of our nonprofit partner. As far as I know, there's no waste. You know, there's a, and if there is any waste of a, at all, there, there's very little waste. That's mm-hmm. efficient. Uh, you know, it's a very efficient give back. And, uh, and we're demonstrating that a company like Even Stevens can be very viable and even not just survive, but thrive by, in that business model. I, don't, I can't explain it exactly, Asenet, but there's a there's a verse found in the in the most widely published book in the world that goes like this: "Give and you shall receive." And mm-hmm. we're simply applying that. We, you know, we're, we're practicing that principle in business, and I'm here to tell you that it works. Mm-hmm. You know, we you know we we have, have really benefited from these relationships. Uh, it's and it's so fun to create great, sustainable uh, businesses uh, based on the cause capitalism philosophy where the for-profit chooses a non-profit For people who are out there looking to create uh, or to pull on a non-profit partner, is there kind of a rule of thumb that you've discovered along the way? Well, building in your business plan, each business is different. You know, if, you know yeah. for us, it's a good one. Uh, eat to give when you and when you buy a sandwich, we provide a sandwich uh, of equal nutritional value. You can't do that with a car. You can't uh, sell a car and give a car. Uh, and so, you know, you just have to be a little bit creative. If anyone wants would like some free consulting, uh, I, I think I'm pretty good at it. I've, I, you know, I've, uh, I'm approaching I think ten businesses now that that have a a very viable, exciting give back, and. Uh, but I think this is a good advice uh, when I say this that the most it's most ideal uh, most ideal when the nonprofit partner 
provides goods or services to those in need that also inspires the for-profits team members and their customers. Uh, in other words, it's got to be fun. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Tom shoes for every pair of shoes they sold. They, uh, you know, they uh, pro- provide a pair of shoes to those uh, in need around the world. What makes us different is we, you know, we like focusing on local needs. So, uh, in the event that we're providing them, uh, you know, around the, you know, providing sandwiches around the world, it's because there will be a local restaurant there, and that's our business model. And so, uh, do something that you can that you can be passionate about and have a lot of fun with. Mm-hmm. Life's too short not fun. A friend of mine tells me that fun is not overrated, and she's right. Fun is not overrated. So along with those kind of fun quotes or mantras, what is one of your favorite go-tos for, besides the fun is overrated, is there one that's uh, kind of close to your heart that's helped you keep your faith and move forward powerfully in your own two shoes? The one that I repeat most is uh, perhaps my favorite. Uh, it's from the old uh, German philosopher who died many years ago by the name of Goethe, who once said, dream no small dreams, for small dreams have no power to move the hearts of men. And, you know, life is short, and we're human beings, uh, we, you, know, we're, we're, you know, we're conscious, there's no value in thinking small. You know, one life to live, you know, I like challenging people and I love challenging myself to think bigger, to, you know, to become bigger, better, faster. Uh, As I, as I talk, uh, as I take my, uh, my dog for a walk, you know, he looks at me like I'm crazy because I I am. And I will sometimes say, you know, Luke, uh, bigger, faster, stronger, you know, and, and I think it was uh, the wife of William Shakespeare who once said that a mind once expanded will never return to its original dimensions. So as you expand your heart and your mind, your vision will continue to grow and expand. And it's pretty amazing what one can accomplish uh, during one's lifetime by simply uh, dreaming no small dreams. Dream no small dreams for small dreams have no power to move the hearts of men. As people who are listening, how do they stay in touch with you? Find me at financiallyfit.com, yeah, and visit our restaurant. You'll find me at my favorite sandwich shop uh, often at Even Stevens. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now this has been—it's yeah. been wonderful, Steve, and I—I I really appreciate your time. And I keep thinking maybe there's one of these times that you and I will be sitting over a Reuben together. Well, thank you. Thank you for your support. This podcast was recorded by me, Aseneth Horton, your host of Hustle and Grow. I'm a serial entrepreneur and expert publicist. I've launched 11 different businesses of my own, including a magazine publishing company, both clothing and jewelry lines, and even a roofing company. 
I've also helped hundreds of businesses from startup tech to multi-million dollar enterprises run successful marketing and PR campaigns. On top of all of that, I have a confession to make. I sleep, dream, and eat business and never tire of thinking about the possibilities or watching these possibilities come to life when someone or some team is excellent at launching. You know what they say about business, right? Starting a business is like launching a rocket ship. You need all the support and ideas you can get. If you'd like to know more about me or our guests or the podcast in general, or if you'd like to become a supporter, please go to citylaunchpr.com forward slash podcasts. Music on this podcast is by Everything We're Not, and the production is by Aseneth Horton and Company. Ciao!